We are back again on another edition of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. How you doing? It's the end of March here as we're on the road to WrestleMania. It's your boy, Heel Will Mahoney, here with 2 Chains, who's always driving the ship here for these shows. I'm kind of strapped in the back seat on this one. I got to apologize. I, I've been watching material, but I, I haven't had much time to prep for the show. But I'm here because that's what all that matters. <laughs> as long as you're as long as you're driving it's all good and of course we got the giant crab in the house too jamal is along here with us i you know guys uh long and short of it is is that um thing business is finally within what two weeks of wrestlemania finally started to pick up yes um, sir if the wwe isn't nervous as i am then they got balls of steel man so let's get to it <laughs> <laughs> The, the things have definitely kind of started to click in the last month and really in the last couple weeks. And they got some hot programs going on right now. They got some hot programs going on, and we haven't touched on this one yet. And I think it's probably the thing I'm most invested in right now on the road to WrestleMania. And, heck, it's a mania in and of itself. We got to talk about Kofi Mania. <laughs> that is a thing. Oh. I, and I, I see a lot of your takes on this, and it's interesting. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it, man. Because I, I, I feel like it's good writing. But man, are people just shitting their pants off of how this is being done right now? So I don't know. Get, you, you drop your perspective on this. You gotta you, get my gears churning. Like, like when I was seeing your tweets about like how this is being handled sort of say okay okay well they're they're doing the whole deal with kofi having to overcome all the obstacles at elimination chamber he couldn't quite win the belt there but he got right there to the very last the last person in there with daniel bryan he almost made it and so then coming out of that they started the whole well maybe kofi can get in the get in the title picture for wrestlemania and this week, of course, we had the gauntlet. Vince threw down the gauntlet and they're like, Kofi, you got to go through five guys. And if you can get through those five guys, then you can get your match with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. And lo and behold, Kofi pulled it off. He gets through all five of them. He even takes out Randy Orton as the final boss. And we're like, oh my God, Kofi's going to WrestleMania and people are bouncing off the walls. But of course, if there's going to be shenanigans, Thy name is McMahon. <laughs> and Vince had to come out there and throw one last obstacle in front of him after a near hour match with Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan put him down and hearts were broken. <laughs> tears were shed. <laughs> People were not happy that Daniel Bryan ruined his day. And are, we're two weeks out from WrestleMania and Kofi is still not in the title picture. But I mean, come on now, folks. We know we know how WWE does things. It's all about the struggle. It's all about the journey. I cannot see that Kofi Mania is done yet. But my God, people are invested in this storyline. Be, before we go any further, it, I just want to make sure no one's hearing the echo, right? No, I'm hearing a little bit of an echo. I'm hearing a little bit too. Just want to make sure uh, we don't want to mess up our integrity or the sound for the day. Um, and maybe it's coming from me because I'm hearing it. I'm hearing myself. Well, that that would do it. Okay, you guys continue on. Let me fix this real quick. But continue well, on. With the, well, let me let me ask you about uh, about this. Well, um, Kofi Mania is definitely a thing, and it obviously echoes Daniel Bryan's uh, uh, rise on uh, WrestleMania 30. Um, yes. Hell, five years ago. Um, you know the insurmountable odds and him doing a thing, uh, and then of course that harkens back to Rey Mysterio. Winning the WCW Championship, uh, Benoit and um, Eddie Guerrero at WrestleMania 20 uh, winning their championships. Um, that whole underdog story. Now, you think of Benoit, 
Booker T, the last WCW champion in WCW, uh, Rey Mysterio, um, and now Daniel Bryan, those are Hall of Famers. Those are absolute Absolutely. 100% surefire Hall of Famers. We know what they've done and put into and given this business. Is Kofi even on that level? Because McMahon said, and I generally agree with him, that he's a B-plus player. The New Day notwithstanding, would we have, would there be a Kofi mania if the New Day didn't propel all three of those guys to the heights that they've achieved right now? No, you're absolutely right. Because this has been what Kofi's been in the company for 11 years is what they keep harping on. And Lord knows for the past, what, good four or five or so that the New Day has been a thing. That's been everything he's been doing they somehow fell into this and it's working but yeah without kofi it's not it's definitely not on the same level for the long haul as a ray ray or a, or a benoit or a eddie guerrero i look at it like this they're they're gonna make a wrestlemania moment out of this deal this is going to be a big WrestleMania moment. It's going to be a big payoff. In a lot of ways, it's going to be Kofi getting the gold watch for years of service. But by that same token, I absolutely do not expect him to be holding this belt for long. I'm assuming it's going to be Kofi holds it till they get the money in the bank sorted out, and whoever wins money in the bank is going to put him down. It's going to yeah, be a that's... short run. It's going to be a short run, but I think it's going to be fun, and it's a fun story to tell is what I'm Now, now to be fair... Uh, you say this is his, you know, gold watch moment for years of service and, and mm -hmm. all that good stuff, and that's fine. But there are also people that have been there ten plus years that haven't even had the push that Kofi had back when he was from Jamaica. So <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people, uh, you know, that I don't want to say are deserving because again, I, I agree with McMahon. No one deserves anything. You got to do the work. Kofi has done the work for 11 years, but so has Zack Ryder. And the only thing that he's really had a, a WrestleMania moment was the Intercontinental Championship that he lost like five minutes later. Um, there, there's, a, there's a decent amount of people that have been like the greatest mid-carters of all time. And so what? There's Absolutely. a lot of fodder that we forget about. And I'm not saying that Kofi in this spot has ignited something in the, in the crowd to get behind him, and that organically has given us a storyline that we didn't know we needed starting the year. But now it's like, does he deserve this, or are we saying that he should be in this picture because he's put in the work for so long? It's almost like an affirmative action thing where it's like, okay, give it to him because instead of give it to him because he's actually... It, it, of of the merit right now, Daniel Bryan with his rise, that shit was you know palpable. Kofi right now, I'm not sure that he is the same person without the New Day, and that's half his career. Yeah, I, I think it's a little of column A and a little of column B. I think they got they've lucked into this deal where people are so invested in it that. It's it's put the energy behind it, but was that energy necessarily there a couple months ago? No, it's only it's only just it's only just sprung up really since uh, January. And in a lot of ways, Kofi's filling the role that uh, Mustafa Ali was in before he got hurt. Where we're okay, we're taking a guy as the underdog and we're going to give him a big opportunity. Um, it's it's not so much the crowd that made it happen. I think it's a combo of Daniel Bryan getting to cherry pick who he wants to work with, and then people jumped into this and they're like all you know they're they're rallying behind Kofi which is great but yeah it's not that it's not the Daniel Bryan situation all over again it's different it's definitely different but it I don't know I find it I'm finding it really fun I think just because people are so really into it I, I think that part of that is what WWE is lacking um and like the Lafayette Louisiana crowd notwithstanding uh, a lot of their storylines are kind of like okay I mean sure do that have that match. Uh, I think a lot of that can be said about like Kurt Angle situation, where this is the culmination of uh, a fifteen something year career in WWE, twenty plus in wrestling in general, and it's like okay, well, whatever you do is fine. Just turn the lights out when you're when you're done. Versus Kofi, we're actually talking about 
earned credits. And I think that that's, that's a little bit of a difference. But then again, Kurt and Kofi have been there the same time, generally speaking. And at this at a similar point in their career, injuries notwithstanding, and now we're like, well, Kurt deserves better. Kofi may not be, you know, on that level. And now that's where it comes into, and I don't know if you saw Big E in his Twitter uh, video that he put out a couple of days ago where it's like, we seriously got to rethink things mm-hmm. if this is how they're going to treat us. That's where it's kind of like, okay, well, now we're having a different conversation. Yeah. The, and the I, Big I love e, that. The Big E video I thought was great. And that's playing into, I'm loving what they're doing with the social media videos between the video Big E put up and uh, the one that Ronda Rousey recently did, where they're using these social media videos to have people kind of go off go off the script kind of and be much more themselves as opposed to their WWE character and bring a more realistic edge to things. It's about damn time that they actually use social media instead of trying to create or shape the narrative of social media, uh, like with like tout or some yeah. you know, silliness like that. <laughs> yeah, and I th- and I think and I think the key is that those things they've done with Ronda calling calling out stuff and saying you know yeah wrestling's fake whatever blah 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 and and Big E going and doing this whole promo about people being about being passed over and stuff. The key I think is they could not do those on normal WWE TV. If they did, it would feel too contrived. It would feel like too much of the story. But when you have them post it separately through their social media account, it brings that little bit of realistic edge where you're like, oh, are they kind of going rogue here? Are they kind of going off script? It makes it feel more genuine. It gives it more more juice to it that you wouldn't get if they were cutting it in the ring on Monday Night Raw. Well, I think the best storylines are the ones that are based in truth. Um and, and, and as we've seen, whether it's like Goldberg Street or something like that, these are actual elements, tangible elements that people can get their head around. And Biggie's not wrong. Uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, champions don't look like him. Now, if you're saying that Biggie's, you know, the fact that he's never been close, Kobe's a hell of a lot closer to being champion <laughs> than Biggie ever has been, um, except in NXT. And he's been on the main roster forever. And that's a different set of atrocities if you want to talk about who's deserving of what. So there lies the issue of, and, and of like, well, is it actually the brass ring that you're grabbing? Because it seems a hell of a lot closer for a guy like Dolph Ziggler than it does for a Big E or Kofi Kingston. Mm. I, look, I just want to say that if Mustafa Ali injury wasn't what it was this Kofi thing uh wouldn't be a thing and that's just what it is but him taking the opportunity and getting we know he's a good wrestler uh we've we've definitely seen um a good singles run uh back in the day um in the new the new day just organic stable that just took off I probably thought we would never see any of these guys on a single run ever again uh, but the fact that he is having some type of momentum as a singles competitor right now, getting a um, universe behind it, behind him, um, it's cool. And it's cool because as much as we're talking about how social media is working for him, getting the fans to work for you is a big thing, too, that has worked for Becky Lynch and now working for Kofi. And I think that, you know, um, good for him for even being in the discussion and being an A-level competitor. Uh, but there, there's a lot of truth to Biggie's video, um, and you know, it just it, it just would be curious to see what, what goes on after this because, like, even I see Biggie's interactions. I know it's obviously a work, but some of it looks looks so genuine about him being upset about not getting the opportunity, them not getting the opportunities, and all of the curveballs that's being thrown at uh, thrown at him. Um. It's just it's it's just one of those type of things where uh, you can't help the root for them. So I don't know. I I'm really I'm really curious to see how they continue to handle this booking. Um, do you, do anybody else have anything you want to say about uh the the Kofi Mania thing? Um, I want to say you know one other thing. If 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 they allow Biggie and the New Day and and you know Xavier Woods and, and Kofi. If they allow them 
the creativity to carry this uh, feud, I think that honestly, this could be a more impactful um, match than whatever Becky Lynch and Ronda, Ronda Rousey's got going. To be fair, this Kofi thing and the and the, and the racial and, and stereotypical uh, you know um, tendencies that it's taking overtones is taking on. They've overbooked the hell out of Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. And because of that, I don't care. I'm not as invested as I was maybe a month ago. Now it's just like, have the damn match already. I mean, how many people are going to be there? Three, four, eight, five. Lumberjill match. Just have it already and move on. But with this Kofi thing, especially as it's playing out subtly on Twitter uh, and, and on Facebook and, and stuff like that with these videos that are being cut and rumors about Xavier Woods wanting to leave WWE that are popping up today and um, you know him wanting to do other things and even Big E hinting subtly at like you know we, we put our bodies on the line for this and I'm not sure if it's worth it if this, if this is the treatment that we're going to get um, that's very interesting and in that very short time of what two weeks uh, yeah three weeks since this thing is actually physically taken off, it's very, very interesting that um, they're given the opportunity to to let this thing happen. The only other thing that I see that, that's this compelling in mainstream wrestling is David Starr versus uh, Jay Lethal and Sinclair Broadcasting. Uh, that, was a, <laughs> that was a hell of a promo that he cut. And honestly, he's not wrong there either. I, I need to know about that. We'll, um, we'll talk. Um, one other thing I will say too um, is that uh, if Kofi does have this match for the championship at WrestleMania and he wins, the place is going to flip. This is probably what they're going to need because at the end of the day, Brock Lesnar is going to win and walk out the champion still, and that's going to make so many people butt hurt. So maybe this is the maybe this is the feel good moment that's going to be at WrestleMania. But you know what? Good thing is that Darren Brown still um he doesn't even need the championship right now. He's he's just been so stellar in what he's doing. Um, typically I'm a fan of people needing a belt to elevate them, but at this point now, Brian's at probably one of the best runs I've ever seen him of his entire wrestling career. Um, so, I don't know. It'll be curious to see what, what goes on after that. Alright, look, we're going to take a quick break. Um, you guys can listen to some, a little, uh, a little, uh, what Musical little, interlude. Yeah, yeah. A little <laughs> sound bite in the middle of this real quick. We're going to work out this technical answers because we're getting a little bit of feedback. Uh, we can't work on the fly because we don't have a studio and we're not all cool and stuff like that. But um, we'll be back. So uh, here's a little break for you guys. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Connect with us on all of our platforms. bgbgroup.tumblr.com At bgbgroup on Twitter. And facebook.com slash biggoldbelt. All right, so we're back after um, our advertisement <laughs> that you heard right there. Uh, I think we should sound better because I think we all can confirm that there's no echo going on. So we're uh, back in the house now. That's right. Let's let's get to the second half of the show. Um, yeah. So again, um, we just came off talking about Kofi. So um, yeah, what else? What else is on the repertoire for for tonight, Will? <laughs> I can tell you what's been blowing up the, the social medias this week ever since Monday night. My God, did, did, did Kurt Angle ever make the biggest mistake in the world, apparently, <laughs> saying that he wants to have his last match against Baron Corbin because people were filling diapers all week about that one. Because <laughs> so that's the wrong answer. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Now, I don't know if you watched Monday to, nope. to see the match that, that Kurt Angle had against uh chad gable because here's my issue here's my issue kurt angle looked like absolute crap on monday <laughs> kurt angle could not move kurt angle was struggling to stand at the end of the match and kurt angle looked like he finally broke down to the point where he's done 
He's done, as far as I can tell. Unless something was up Monday and he can turn it around this week, I don't know. But I saw a man on Monday who could not go any longer. Like, much like Undertaker against uh, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania when he was falling mm. apart. It could barely. Yeah, that's a shame when you look worse than Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> St- stiff shots from Jamal there. But my issue, my issue is just this. If that's the shape that Kurt Angle is in, then I think Baron Corbin's perfectly fine because he is not in a position to have a match. He's in a position to have a deal where Baron Corbin comes out there, he cuts a little promo, gives Kurt Angle some trouble, a little single leg takedown, he puts on the ankle lock, boom, it's done. And that's his send-off, as far as I'm concerned. Because what I saw on Monday was a guy who cannot have a back-and-forth match. So, now, now, To be fair, though, you're lobbying for more Baron Corbin on TV. I'm no, no, to be fair, I'm lobbying for about a minute or two of Barrett Corbin on TV. Mm. So I am that, not asking for much. <laughs> that is 90 seconds too long, sir. Oh. <laughs> it should it should be Nia Jax easily. That that's to the sound. We're not trying to kill him. I, I, but they, everybody wins if she does it. I mean her the, the, her level of heel heat goes to the upper echelon and and he's done after that. And it leaves the opportunity that he may get hungry for coming back again. Who knows? But oh, it, should, it should be Nia Jax. It, it should never be Nia Jax because she's going to actually break his neck. He's going to pop like <laughs> a pest dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> that that neck was not moving at all on a mm. Monday. It's like mm. his neck is like fused in position. And it's like, dude, you can't move your neck. At the end of the match, he like could barely stand. It's yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, oh no, this dude's done. This mm. dude is done. And it's just I, I mean, people all week were going, he needs to take on John Cena. He needs to take on Samoa Joe. He needs to go like 20 minutes. I'm like, that mm. ain't that ain't happening. Not that mm. guy I saw Monday. So, so let's say that he does take on John Cena or Samoa Joe. These are two well, Samoa Joe is a capable wrestler that can carry a match, and both of them are strong enough to physically will Kurt Angle through a match of five minutes or less. Now, purposely, I think Samoa Joe would be a better idea because Cena, though for for history's sake, is a good matchup. It doesn't really do anybody any good. There's no like real legacy there with Joe. There is because of you know TNA and also. Joe is, you know, a pretty big badass heel. So Kurt just being choked out in that five seconds, you know, minute and a half, uh, being demolished by Samoa Joe may be a good look for Joe going forward. Um, but as far as like a good technical matchup that we would love to see, uh, I'm surprised he's not going to wrestle his son, uh, Jason Jordan. That, that would have been perfect. If Jordan was still going, that would have been a great, great idea. I'd been all for it. Uh, right, and but um, but I think uh, they already did the thing with with Gable, so that you know kind of is what it is. AJ Styles would have been a nice, uh, you know, send off, you know, from what they had. I mean, they could like dust the cobwebs off Sting. Uh, you know, who knows? Who is definitely? It seems like he's definitely interested in getting back in the ring too. Sting is definitely getting rusty, interested in getting a check from McMahon. But he definitely did <laughs> nothing when he was in the ring for um, uh, what was it the Mrs. thing? He was in the ring recently for, on on Raw, and he absolutely did. He did as much as I do in the ring on for WWE. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I I don't know what to what to think of that whole the whole this whole situation with Angle. I I'm looking at it like this, even without his condition being what it is. I look at it like this. There, there's there's the bare minimum of things that people truly want for a Kurt Angle send-off. And I figure it's this. They want to hear his entrance theme, and they want to chant, you suck while he's coming out there. They want to see his pyro go off since they'll be in a big stadium, and it'll be the rare occasion, the one time a year we get pyro, unless they're over in Saudi Arabia. And then number three, at the end, once it's all done, they want to chant, thank you, Kurt. That's what people want. So you give them that. I think everything, the rest will be fine. And Lord knows if this show is going to be eight hours long, a one minute, minute and a half little thing with eight Baron hours. Corbin, just a, just a in and out of there and some an entrance and an exit. 
I ain't complaining because Lord knows if this show is going to be as long as they're talking, we need some little quick little things like that just to to break up the monotony. Everything I really hope showdown. A, I First hope it's a forty-five minute Iron Man match. If uh, if the if the show is eight and a half hours long, which I believe it is, if you include the pre-show, I think <laughs> WrestleMania is going to have like seventeen matches and be legit eight hours. For real, God. Yep. I think it's like I think it's like legit four to midnight. And it probably is. I, I, I mean, there's that's the rumors going around. There's gonna be like 17 matches or something. That is a whole ass work day. No, uh-huh. for WrestleMania, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely absurd. I mean, like, is it because Wrestle Wrestle Kingdom is that long and no one complains? No, actually, people wake up Kingdom at 2 a.m. <laughs> to watch Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, no, that, that's the first thing people be saying. Well, you people watch all Wrestle Kingdom and they get up at two in the morning for it. I'm like, nope, I get up at five o'clock and join it in progress. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh no, no. I'm, I mean, I'm, I go to bed at like six thirty on January third, <laughs> and then I wake up at about one. You know, uh, figure out my streams, right. and then we are good to go. Uh, streams, for, uh, huh? Yeah, that's right. Because uh, fifty bucks for Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, sorry, Hill Ring of Honor. You must have lost your damn mind. Um, <laughs> hunkered in, hunkered yeah, in all so night for it. I, I got to get my yin, uh, you know, transfer it over, and then we're gonna stream that thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't worry about that. Don't don't, don't worry about that. But we paying a yin. That, that's how I do it. Um, but the bottom line is that Wrestle Kingdom is a hideously long event without any of the pomp and circumstance of that WrestleMania has, Absolutely. and it's just long for no goddamn reason. Yeah. Yet it is what it is. And it's Wrestle Kingdom, and that's what people expect and like. But with WrestleMania, um, with the pop and circumstance and the halftime show and the flow rider performer for no reason, and then they're <laughs> doing the Saturday Night Live bit because they're in New York, and, uh, you know, that's just the show. So I really hope it goes longer than eight hours. Oh, WrestleMania goes to two in the morning. <laughs> Can we do something real quick? Yeah. Real quick. Y'all want to play... Uh, a friendly gesture on how long do y'all think it's going to be? Because right now, I, I, y'all keep saying eight. That baby going to be like 10 hours. Oh. <laughs> Literally. Well, is, it, is it starting when I see the last year it started at 5 o'clock with the pre-show? Mm-hmm. With the pre-show. Yeah. And that drone did not enter like 1130. Yeah. But the year before that, remember, remember the year before with Taker and Roman Reigns, yeah, that was, shit was ending at, that shit was like after midnight. Yeah, It I, was I, after I midnight. I, I think. With those, yeah, with those, I think it, I don't it ended after midnight struggling. Eastern. It yeah. was after midnight. I definitely remember it because Undertaker was struggling out there, and I was like, "Oh my god, this man's been waiting all day to do this. He's probably half asleep." Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so if you go from there for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, that was seven hours. That was seven mm. plus. Mm. Yeah, I, I got a feeling they're going for eight. I say mm. eight. I think that's the magic number this year. Boy, I well, I. I I, I can't promise you that I will be in front of a TV that long, but that's no. surely bad for the people who will be trying to get into an arena, sitting inside an outside arena for 10 hours to 11 hours and all the Not uh-huh. just an outside arena, but an outside arena in New York or New yeah. Jersey. And that stadium pain in the ass to get in and out of. Yo, I've, been there. It's a, I, I've been stuck in that parking lot for two hours trying to get out of there. Well, that's why you take the train. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well you, you know what I just thought about? This massive rainstorm that's been in this area the last few days. Yeah, Rolling that's another thing out. too. Rolling two, yeah. yeah. No, Man. I mean like it, it's been an unusually wet like start to spring here in the Northeast. Yeah, uh, Mid Atlantic and Northeast, and you know WrestleMania being in an outdoor stadium. Um, the uh, you know what McMahon has enough money; he may put a damn tarp over it. <laughs> he made legit, real- like they- get like so a hot air balloon, cut it up and throw it over the roof of Giant Stadium. Yeah. Well, they did put up a really interesting video yesterday that was like I, I loved it. I retweeted on my Twitter feed at Heel Will Mahoney. <laughs> WWE put up a video of the guy that builds the darn rings, and he straight up showed how he has a heated ring setup for outdoor WrestleManias. Well, they had it for twenty nine. We like. With like heaters under the ring and all this, and a ton of it's like he's like it's not just to keep the darn talent, you know, from freezing out there. A lot of it's because you know the steel and wood involved in the, the the ring frame, you know, would react will react to the cold. So they they got a very elaborate setup for uh 
trying to keep some radiant heat in that ringside area so these people aren't like freezing to death. Maybe he can build something a little bigger for all those all those poor folks and be out there on the damn floor that whole time. I mean, I went to WrestleMania 29 at Giant Stadium um, in Jersey, and that was last actually the last WrestleMania I went to. And long and short of it is, is that uh, April, it's not really a fun time to be outside for six and a half hours. I, 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 I that's another reason why I um, passed on um, WrestleMania this year in Jersey. Also, I'm going on vacation too, so there's that. But if this is going to really be that long, then I really hope the weather holds up. Good luck. Best of, right. best of wishes to him. I don't yeah, even no have doubt. nothing to say on that. I mean, that's right. strictly good luck. Well, I guess also the other thing they ought to consider is what's the deal with the train situation up there and all that? If they got to get people out of there by a certain time, you know, that's a whole well, other ball of wax. New Jersey Transit has a special events train that runs between Secaucus and um, uh, Penn Station. So if the event goes to the whenever the event goes, the train will be there for them. Now, if you're stuck in a car... And you're trying to get out the Route 3, uh, good luck. <laughs> because you, you have 75,000 people trying to flood into a three-lane highway. Um, good luck with that. And that's why you take the train. But with that said, it's just, it's just a long-ass event. There's not enough hot chocolate in the world um, to yeah. keep you, you warm during the, uh, the upper deck of Giant Stadium in April. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. I, I don't know, but good, good luck to the people that are going to do it. Yeah. And I really hope they um, they give them hell. Yeah. With that said, though, are we making plans for Tampa next year? Yeah, for sure. Tampa's in my top five of favorite cities. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm definitely way more into Tampa than uh, the New York situation. Yeah. The, whole, the whole situation with all the surrounding shows being back and forth across the river and taking an hour at least to get between stuff it's just too it's too much of a hassle too much of a headache yeah, yeah here's the other thing if even if like i could imagine even going up a week early for tampa considering that tampa's like what an hour and 30 from it's, orlando maybe oh if you're driving yeah yeah i mean you got to think that there's got to be something going on a week before we're nxt as well look the the, the tampa thing logistically is perfect for what they what they what they should be aiming to accomplish in the in the eye of how they how they do New Orleans, um, I I, I can't even I can't even express enough. I'm just all for Tampa and the Clearwater area and all that. So yeah, I'm, I'm about that life. Plus, it's going to be a pirate themed WrestleMania. How can people <laughs> not be down with that? <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. I did see that. That's kind of like the only thing that I don't. Really care for Kyrie <laughs> saying special interest or or nothing. I mean, if she if she doesn't come out on half a power chip this year, I'm going to be pissed. Well, yeah. they, they got to do something with her coming out of that darn boat out in the darn uh outside of the stadium on the outfield in that damn place. True, they got to yeah. do something with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's it's also another. Uh, outdoor. Uh, is it going to be at Raymond James Stadium or is it going to be at yes. like? Uh... Yep, it's at Raymond James. Okay. Yeah, and um, they've, they've been doing renovations to that stadium for like the last three years. Like mild, they, good. They for, need like, to. Yeah, they, I mean, no, it's a new, it's a newer stadium, but they, it's not that new. It's they're still they're still developing. Um, they got a new screen. They got a new. Uh, I'm not gonna say VIP, but they got like a new like section and stuff like that. They they're making very good strides to make that stadium, um, uh, more improved, more modern. So, yeah, I mean, Raymond James Stadium has got to be 20 years old. So that's that's old enough. Uh, yeah, uh, 1998 is when it opened. So that's that's not new anymore. Uh, with that said, it will be. Um, it, it is an interesting place to see a football game. Um, but then of course, all of the other wrestling, uh, like aside from the, the other wrestling that's going to come down there, uh, you have Shine is in Tampa. Um, obviously, NXT is all throughout Florida or the, the B team of NXT. Um, they'll probably do TakeOver and Raw at the Ice Palace um, in, uh, in downtown Tampa. So I'm definitely down for uh, TakeOver. And hell, honestly, maybe even WrestleMania because Raymond James Stadium isn't that big. Uh, compared to like uh, FedEx or um, 
uh, Giant Stadium or the Superdome. It's smaller than all of those. Hmm. Yeah. That's not it, it, too. It may be 65,000 seats. And obviously it won't be freezing temperatures down there, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm right. for it. I'm for it. Well, it, it, but it also could rain because Florida. Right. Um, but still, that's actually that's a good move. I'm glad, as much as I would love for WrestleMania to be in Minneapolis. And, 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 and not only just, that, too, they're getting, super, they're, they're getting the Super Bowl, too. Like, Tampa's on the rise. So, yeah, good logistically move there for them. Yeah. Business standpoint, too. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, I'm actually... Kind of looking. You know what? We might have to talk logistics later because <laughs> <laughs> we 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 need, we need to like uh, you know make sure we get the, enough Hilton points because we <laughs> start making plans over a year out. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. We I'm may cool. have to discuss this because <laughs> yeah. I think uh, we, we, yeah we'll, we'll discuss. We'll, we'll be in talks, <laughs> but uh, but I, I like Tampa and I, and I like Raymond James Stadium, so I'm actually pretty interested to see what they do there. And I haven't been to yep. WrestleMania in a while, so. This is this would be a good one to go to, instead of cold ass New York, um, you know, in a few weeks. I just hope yeah. they book it better than this year with two weeks out, and though we have matches, this it doesn't really feel like WrestleMania season, you know. We're waiting on those last couple pieces to fall into place. It's like yeah, outside of the couple hot matches like the Kofi Mania that we've been talking about, and of course, like I, said, I mean, the 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 ladies thing has just been boggled so much yeah. from just. I mean, it, it go to me the the whole situation with Becky and Charlotte and Ronda. The biggest problem there just goes back. to <laughs> Becky got hot too early, getting hot in November. They just they didn't have enough to keep her that hot all the way till now. There were too many weeks of TV to fill. I mean, she's by no means cold, but she ain't she sure ain't as hot as she was before. Mm-hmm. But, but do you, but do you think that's because of the overbooking? No, Every absolutely. Week, yeah. absolutely. It was something else that was stupid. Yeah, they and had, I don't think I don't blame her for that. No, no, it's not her fault at all. It's just a matter of they had to find they had to come up with dumb stuff for her to do for weeks on end to fill to stretch this to WrestleMania when ideally it probably should have been like Royal Rumble or something. You know, it's just they've tried they stretched it too long to get it to Mania. The timing just wasn't right. That's why the Kofi thing is coming across so much better because he's he's getting hot like right at the perfect time. It's all clicking and it's not getting stretched out over months. The Kofi yeah. story is like a month and a half at the most. Pretty much yeah. elimination chamber to now. It's like timed perfectly. The Ronda, I mean, Becky, she was getting hot back in November. Remember, she got her face busted open. That was back in November. You know, it's, it's been months of this. So, yeah, I mean, it, it has been, but I think that, I mean, The Rock and John Cena said that they had booked a WrestleMania match a year in advance. Yep. So it's not exactly like this is is unprecedented, and it's also literally the job of the writers to flesh this out. And it, it, it's more apparent now than it was that they really didn't know what they had with Becky Lynch and her rise uh, versus Ronda Rousey, and why they should turn her heel and, and all that good stuff. Um, with this whole Kofi thing, uh, I think that this kind of just fell into their lap, and they're just going with it because yeah. they had their Kofi wasn't in the picture. And then happenstance brought them an organic situation that they have to deal with. Yep. And I think that that's just a bit of dumb luck on the writer's part that I can't give him credit for. So it, it, it will be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, it'll be more interesting to see uh, with the like two or three uh, Raws left. Honestly, Raws coming here the weekend before the week before WrestleMania. Yep. The go home Raws coming here. Yep. With these loose ends or the lack of loose ends that have been tied up, even if it's a cheap seat, does this make you more inclined to go? <laughs> <laughs> now, not for not for I'd pro- I'd be more inclined if it was the week before the last one, because the last one's just going to be like promos and just, you know, it's going to be random things just to be like, all right, here's the match. Here's our last little stare down. You know, they're not going to do anything too big. On the last one, if it was honestly this week's coming up, I think it'll be more interesting than the final one, in my opinion. But the reason why I ask that isn't because, like, you know, it, it's it's raw and it sucks, which it's raw and it sucks. But <laughs> it, it's mostly because a lot of stuff has so much stuff is left on the table, and I think that they're going to push that up until the last raw before Mania to actually make it a, make a match. I really think that they're going to make a, ma- a WrestleMania match or two 
on the last Raw before the show. Maybe not necessarily the go-home, Ronda Rousey being screamed at to point at the, uh, hold the belt up, or point at the WrestleMania sign. Um, but I, I do think that there could be some interesting developments as there are only 10 matches listed on the Wikipedia for uh, WrestleMania. So they need to make another 10 matches. <laughs> if nothing else, they got to get a bunch more people declaring for those battle royals. <laughs> right. And they need to figure out how they're going to have Rusev lose on the pre-show. <laughs> so, oh, poor Rusev. Yeah. So look, I've been thinking about this for a while. The more, more we talk about WrestleMania, the more and more I'm just less inclined and intrigued in watching it. Sure, I put it on so don't nobody come for me because sure, I put it on. Hell, I, 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 you know, we all we all still kind of watch, or some of us may still tune in the shows. Okay, but I'm, I'm glad you clarified that because I <laughs> shan't watch a second of it. <laughs> Nonetheless, whatever. But um, I, something I cannot believe we're not going to talk about before we uh, end the show tonight. Are we not going to talk about Harlem Heat being inducted into the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Fruit booties. Are we are we not going to talk about how Stevie Ray said two very interesting things and how Stevie Ray potentially may have may absolutely steal the entire weekend for WWW, WWE with his Hall of Fame uh, announcement? How one I thought he was um, I thought he was kind of uh, on point about saying how he felt like uh, uh, what's her name that was in the stable with them uh, Sensational Sherry. Sensational Sherry. Sister Sherry when she was yeah, yeah. How she should also have been in, inducted with them. I think that's a super fair point. But <laughs> to the point that brings me so much joy <laughs> is, is <laughs> did anybody see his tweet that he made about Dave Meltzer? Oh yes. Oh yes. No. Break, break it down. Break it down. Let's see if I so First of all, not only just that too, Booker T is out here calling Dave Meltzer uh, a dirtbag, um, and Stevie Ray put out a tweet. I, let me see if I can find this real quick. I'll look too. I know what you're talking about. It definitely blew up all over the place with Stevie getting all the uh, going after the dirt sheets for not not appreciating uh, Harlem Heat. Yeah, not the not yeah, not the and, and and to to fill in the gaps here. Dave Meltzer also said that he doesn't feel like Stevie Ray should be inducted, and he also feel like that Tory Wilson also doesn't deserve an induction. Um, considering that um we talked about it on our All Star panel uh podcast, like there's really not criteria around Hall of Fame inductions. Yeah, there's none. There is none. So I don't know how somebody can come out, especially somebody with a platform come out and say that. Somebody doesn't deserve an induction. Sure, we could talk about when we feel somebody should go in, but like not to deserve. Like these are two household names everyone's gonna know. And again, we're not just gonna just. I mean, I understand that they're not in New Japan, but we're not gonna discredit <laughs> the Harlem Heat and how much havoc they wreaked in WCW days. Like that's that's a real thing, regardless. But uh, I still can't find this tweet. I don't think he tweeted. I think it was like in a in an article or a radio interview or something. I'm looking now. I'm, I'm trying to trying to find it myself because Booker okay. T was on the radio and said stuff about it. Let's see. Um, um, also, for people that got time, go listen to Stevie Ray's interview from our friends over at um, at um, Under the Mat Radio. Stevie Ray did an interview with Dale, and he might have been on the show for two hours. But is it? Not the purest form of comedy I've ever listened to in my entire life. Because they take calls and everything. And Stevie Ray, oh my, I can't wait for his Hall of Fame induction. It might just be that spark that they finally need. Somebody that's going to get up there and just let them have it. But like, go listen go listen to that interview uh, with um, Under the Mat Radio with Stevie Ray. Came out like two or three weeks ago too. So like, it was right on par for... Uh, for for them to have them on. Oh, I think I found I think I found it. Think you found it? I think I found it. But anyway, what you what you what you guys thought about the Harlem Heat getting into the Hall of Fame this year? It's it's all good. I'm I'm glad they're going in. Of course, Booker's already uh 
up in there. So Booker becomes two time. I mean, Harlem, he was 10 time WCW tag team champions. So they don't have any, you know, presence as far as in WWE, but it's totally, it's totally fine. I think it's cool. And I'm, I'm down with it. I, I'm, I always like when they recognize the guys that uh, weren't, like I said, for Stevie Ray in particular, who, who never wrestled once in WWE. I, I like that they kind of encompass more than just keeping this strictly a WWE Hall of Fame and that they're recognizing, you know, a legendary team from the 90s of WCW. So it's, it's totally cool. It's, I, lo- I look at it like this. It's, there's no criteria. So if there's no criteria, you can't complain about it. You know, yeah. it, it, it just it is what it is. Let people enjoy it. Let the guys have their moment. It's cool. Whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that in general, it's not necessarily that people are complaining that Stevie Ray doesn't deserve to be there. It's just that he may not deserve to be there ahead of other people. Um, and obviously, you know, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, um, I would say Perry Saturn. Uh, I mean, there, there are a number of names that should be on that list next to Stevie Ray. And some would argue ahead of Stevie Ray by himself. Yeah, um, unfortunately, we're not talking about Stevie Ray as a singles competitor. So, like, we're not. We're next- talking about Harlem Heat. And yeah. I think, and that's where I think a lot of the uh, misconception lies. Because obviously, people forget that Booker T is already in Hall of Fame. And then you go, oh, yeah, Booker T and taller Booker T. Cool. Um, why? Because they didn't really have a presence in WWE. If you weren't a WCW fan, you really didn't know about them. Um, but no, but I get it. I mean, they, did, they definitely did the work, and I think that they're as, as competent and, and as good as any other tag team um, out there. Um, do they deserve uh, to go in over the Steiners? Uh, I'm not sure, but I don't, I'm not, I don't mind it. Tori Wilson, on the other hand, no. Nah. What that? If it was up to Vince, she would be a three-time Hall of Famer. So, <laughs> so, anyway, the tweet I finally found it. Steve Ray said, "In Dave Meltzer's opinion, I'm not worthy of the WWE Hall of Fame. That's fine because that's his opinion. But I was voted by my peers. That's an interesting factor right there. By the way, um, who? I, he said I was voted in by my peers. I right? Who are these people? There's like a Hall I, of Fame committee now." That's that's what I said. That's interesting. We can probably talk about that another day or when more information come about. I got the respect in this business, which is more than what I can say about him. When the Hall of Fame is over, fans will get to hear what I really think of Dave. Oh, sign me up. <laughs> we and might you, have a promo. Yep. And Hall of Fame think, night. And if you think by any means that he's not going to let any of that drip on that mic you're crazy and booker t they both are kind of tight about it so they they got nothing to lose either one of them oh that so, at all shoot if they we've want heard, if they, they want to shoot on dave they can shoot on dave yeah people be tuning in for that you know you know all those darn wrestlers and down in those front rows of seats the whole wwe roster down there they'll be cracking up <laughs> yeah we're just waiting for the next john cena gif to come out <laughs> from the hall hopefully, of fame hopefully they don't wait till late in the show to have him come on because remember last year the, the, the place started emptying out because they went so darn long so hopefully they do harlem heat kind of early so they got a full house yeah yeah, yeah and how and, and uh well i don't know hall of fame is saturday and that goes up against new japan uh ring of honor shenanigans right. in the garden so you watch it on demand it's all good Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm, 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 I might have to like uh, YouTube that then. Right. <laughs> have, to have the split screen going. I have it on a tablet or something, or who knows? Lots of ways to do it. I mean, there's so many shows coming up for WrestleMania. There's no way to watch them all live. There's just too much stuff happening that damn weekend. Can't, can't wait to see somebody tweet how they got every single one up at one time. <laughs> You're gonna have two TVs going, two tablets, yep. another one on the phone. Yeah, it's be gonna like, be. It's gonna be that one person. It's yep. gonna be. Can't wait. Um. <laughs> We got anything else to talk about? I think that's that's all the big stuff, unless someone's got something else to bring up. I mean, yeah, that, that's the big stuff. One little thing. Uh, <laughs> congratulations to uh, Allie, Allie, also known as Cherry Bomb. Uh, she signed with um, All Elite Wrestling um, uh, over you know, the past few days. And you know, good for her. Uh, she does a hell of a job. Um, if I've seen her up in Smash Wrestling and you know, I've seen her in Impact, and apparently she's going to be finishing up an impact um, this week, I believe. I think her yeah. last show maybe tonight. 
um, as they play Impact on Twitch tonight at 10 o'clock. So, uh, good for her. Uh, this all elite wrestling thing is really, you know, starting to shape up and as they're adding more uh, and filling out their roster more. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see because May is uh, a hell of a long time away to see what, what comes of it. Yep, we're still two months out, so there's a lot of a lot of pieces that got to uh, come together right. for uh, double or nothing. That's for sure. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yep. Um, also, I just want to say we mentioned it earlier. It is funny that everybody in WWE is playing this role of I'm getting ready to leave the business. Um, obviously, the New Day are doing it too now with hints of like they're going to leave. Obviously, no one's leaving. Obviously, there's no way they will possibly leave. But it is very, um, it's. I think it's. I think it's uh, very funny that we're seeing that tactic being used so often. All of a sudden, it's like all elite wrestling is creating storylines for WWE because everyone. Well, somebody's everyone, got to. I, <laughs> good point. Good point. But that's all I got. I don't have anything else for this week. Right. All right. Cool. Let's go home. More juicy stuff come out. Let's go home. Let's wrap it up. That's it. We all out. We done. That's it. I, I think, think, I think that, we're done. I think that's it. We on the road to WrestleMania. We got what two weeks left? Two yeah, weeks left. Yeah, so yeah. as we'll be checking in next week, we'll see what develops yeah. with everything, and we go from there. Another big that's gold right. belt in the in the books. That's right. Look, we got exclusive content on the on the Patreon page. Go check that out, and uh, you can see the notes about what it's about. Uh, it's got some stuff on YouTube. Got some movie reviews out. Got a lot of things going on. Uh, we got some other news for the people that's around the area. We got a we're doing a wrestling panel with uh, the Flying V. They're having a, a all day twenty four hour basically miniature Comic Con called Awesome Athon that we'll be taking part of live. So got some things going up. So for all your information, you know where to find it at BigGoldBeltGroup.com. And I think that'll do it for this week. Right on, yep. right on. See you next time. <laughs>